This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. When was the last time you felt excited about growing and glowing in your walk with Jesus? Stay with us as we talk about the exciting places God can take us when we are bold enough to step out in faith. Today's message, if you want to walk on water, you have to get out of the boat. When was the last time you exercised daring faith? Today we're going to take a look at the importance of having a daring faith. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Almighty, everlasting, faithful God, we gather around your word today to hear what you have to say to us about living our lives in your care. By the power of your Holy Spirit, come into our hearts and speak your truth to each one of us. Amen. Our reading for today is taken from Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. And by this time, the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It's a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it's I, don't be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried, Lord, save me! Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You have little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped Jesus, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Dear friends, a few years ago, Julie, my wife, and I went to see a wonderful movie entitled We Bought a Zoo. It starred Matt Damon and uh, Scarlett Johansson. And it's a true story of a man named Benjamin Mee and his uh, children who bought a zoo, a 30-acre zoo. And he had all kinds of animals in this, but it was unable to be opened up because it was so run down. He was faced with a series of challenges as he attempted to get that zoo back open again for the community. Rat infestation, finding money to feed the animals, animals escaping. It wasn't easy. And uh, me admitted at one point there were lots of times when I thought, what have I done? So why did Benjamin me buy and remodel the zoo? Well, in the film, he says this. Sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. Just literally 20 seconds of embarrassing bravery, and I promise you something great will come of it. I imagine that's about how long it took for the Apostle Peter to get out of the boat in our story for today. 
I mean, let's look at it again. The context is Jesus has just fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fishes. They're uh, ecstatic about uh, what powers this Jesus has. The disciples are ecstatic as well. They want to make him a king, this crowd, and the disciples are probably nodding their heads saying, why not? So Jesus breaks the party up, makes the disciples get into a boat immediately, it says, pushes them out into the sea, says he'll meet them later, and he dismissed the crowds and went up into the hills to pray. While the disciples are out on the water, as you know, a storm came up, and it's a very challenging storm. They're afraid that perhaps they're going to go down, I imagine. They fought this storm for nine hours. Can you imagine? I can hardly take two hours on rough water when I'm out boating. Nine hours. Jesus comes towards them about three o'clock in the morning. They think it's a ghost. He cries back to them, it's me. Don't be afraid. Now, of all things, something really amazing happened. First, Peter opened his mouth. You know, impulsive Peter. He says, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come out on the water with you. And of all things, Jesus says, as if to say, I dare you, come on out. And before anyone could stop, Peter, he got out of the boat and he walked on the water towards Jesus. But you know the rest of the story. He noticed the wind and the waves that were very threatening and he got panicked and he began to sink like a rock. But give him credit, he had the wherewithal to cry out, Lord, help me. Suddenly a hand grabbed him by the collar, pulled him up out of the water, and there was the face of Jesus saying to him, You have little faith, why did you doubt? When they got back into the boat, the storm stopped, and the disciples all worshipped Jesus, saying, You're the Son of God. But that statement, You have little faith, why did you doubt? Kind of a key statement in this story. I have that up on my wall, a picture of Jesus pulling Peter out of the water and below it saying, you have little faith, why did you doubt? I like it because that's me, I sometimes, little faith. We learn something here, though, that's important for us, that Jesus loves it when we exercise daring faith in him in God. Remember, folks, that Peter did walk on the water. Though it was brief, he stepped out in faith and it happened. Eyewitnesses saw it. Jesus perhaps was prepping Peter for bigger things ahead, bigger than a little walk on the water that day. One day after the resurrection, Peter would hear Jesus tell him, I want you now, Peter, to feed my sheep and tend my lambs and feed my lambs and you will be my witness in this world. I wonder if the other disciples, by the way, were thinking, gosh, I wish I'd have done that. Peter walked on water, at least for a little bit. How did it feel? Is it possible that this story was saved for you and for me to not only show us who Jesus really is, the Son of God who came to die on a cross to save us from sin and rise again, but is it here also to encourage us and challenge us to step out in faith as followers of Jesus Christ?
that if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat in faith. I think that lesson has been applied in various times in the history of Christianity. One example that comes to mind is Martin Luther. I just finished reading his biography that was recently released by Eric Metaxas. It's the 500th anniversary of Luther. I imagine that's the inspiration behind this new book. And it's a good read that I recommend. But I wonder, was there 20 seconds perhaps that Luther thought, somebody's got to speak up here and challenge what's going on in the church. And I guess if it's going to be someone, it's going to have to be me. And he wrote down the 95 Theses to get the conversation going on how the church needed to be changed. And did it take him 20 seconds to say, yeah, I think I'll go and I'll post it publicly, a challenge for a debate. And you know what happened? A new movement began and it evolved into a full-blown reformation. As you read his story, you know it certainly wasn't easy on Luther or any of his followers, but it certainly was an adventure, and it did make a big difference for the kingdom of God. This year, my congregation, Shepherd of the Valley, is celebrating our 40th anniversary, and we've learned that same truth. If you want to walk in the water, you got to get out of the boat. Our beginnings as a congregation was like that. Two women, Dolores and Merle, had it in their heads that God wanted a church to be formed in this valley in which we exist, in a Lutheran church. And when they went to some of the powers that be, the denomination, they were turned down, told that it wasn't a good idea. But they were insistent, and they went after it anyway. And soon there was a little church formed meeting in the city hall down in Lakeland, and Soon it began to grow, and they had to buy some land, and they didn't have a lot of money, but they put up a first building, and the thing began to grow, and it grew, and soon they had to add on, and then they had to relocate, and we, we had to pick up all of our belongings and buy 30 acres of land and move up a, a, a couple miles away so we could expand some more. And every time we took that step of faith, God seemed to bless it. And now here we are, years later, with another addition that came on a few years ago, and we're still getting blessed as we take on new challenges for the cause of the gospel of Jesus Christ. People ask, so what's next for our congregation, Steve? And I, my response is, only God knows that. But then I tell them, we've learned a couple things along the way, haven't we? That God loves it when we exercise big faith. And we've learned that if you want to walk in the water, you really do have to get out of the boat. I love what Martin Luther King Jr. said one time uh, about faith. He says, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. And Again and again, I've witnessed this happening, this kind of faith happening in people's lives when they've stepped out in faith. People that are followers of Jesus, when they sense Jesus was calling them to something. My friend Amy, for instance, left a six-figure salary in the business world, a very promising career. 
to go into ministry. Now she's making a third of that. And she loves it. And she's changing lives through her work with outreach for Christ's cause. And you talk to her and you sense no regret. What you do see is a growing, vibrant faith. Another friend of mine, Dick, walked away from the teaching profession in which he was comfortably situated and doing excellent work. When he sensed that God was calling him to accept the challenge that I had thrown out to him about leaving teaching to come and work on our staff to help us develop a small group's ministry that could change lives. And Dick took the challenge and created this program for us that just changed hundreds of lives. And not a regret, not a regret does he have that he got out of the boat and walked in the water, and we were blessed because of it. I have a friend, Jim, who had this guy in his life, a friend who was a real tough nut to crack when it came to spiritual matters. He definitely needed Jesus, and Jim, being concerned for him, stewed about that and wondered how he could talk to him about Jesus. And one day I got a call, Jim on the phone. He said, you won't believe what happened to me this morning. The door opened. I said, what door? He said, the door opened for me to share the gospel with Joe. And guess what? He asked Jesus Christ into his life. I said, how do you feel? He said, I feel like I'm walking two feet off the ground right now. He was walking on the water. He saw that happen again and again after that experience with other people that God brought across his pathway. I think of Julio and Suzette, friends of mine that got out of Haiti when they were young and they came to the United States and got a good college education and were headed towards a much more comfortable, promising life than they ever had in Haiti. But they sensed God calling them back to set up a ministry in Haiti to their fellow Haitians. They got out of the boat. They went back to Haiti. Today there are hundreds of people that are glad they did. Young men and women who are getting job training and discipled and becoming Christian leaders in their own little communities. Lives are getting changed in Haiti. And when you hear Julio and Suzette talk about this, they have such passion. They talk with such exhilaration about their experiences. I think of Larry, who is skilled with tools and wood, and he started volunteering at disaster locations around the United States and in Latin America and working on teams doing reconstruction work. Costs him his vacation time, his own expenses, paying to get him there, and uncomfortable living situations he's found himself in. When he's home, then he goes down to the gospel mission and serves homeless people. God is uh, taking care of Larry. People's lives have gotten touched by the gospel through Larry stepping out. And when he's not on the road, he's, he's helping somewhere. Now he's talking retirement so he can spend more time doing what he sensed God is calling him to do to help people in Christ's name. Again and again, if you want to walk on water, you got to get out of the boat. And we see it happening in lives like these. 
I love what Oswald Chambers said one time. He says, Beware of worshiping Jesus as the Son of God and professing your faith in Him as the Savior of the world while you blaspheme Him by the complete evidence in your daily life that He is powerless to do anything in and through you. I think every once in a while we need to stop and check our spiritual pulse, don't we? Are we stretching ourselves past the boundaries of just being nice and pious? Uh, there's a good reason we can live like water walkers. And that's, we have a God who's trustworthy. He's so trustworthy. He loves us. He gave a son to die for us on a cross. Nothing can snatch us from his hand. We're safe in his arms. Can I ask you a personal question? Have you gotten out of the boat lately with Jesus? answered a a calling maybe he's put out there for you? Uh, When was the last time you felt yourself stepping out and being excited and growing in your walk with Jesus Christ? And by the way, you're never too old or too young to get out of the boat and keep your faith growing and glowing. For instance, if you're living in a senior citizen setting, is there someone you've noticed who perhaps sits alone in the dining room? Someone that needs some attention and Christ-like love. Could it be that the fact that you've noticed that Jesus is calling you to step out towards that individual? Or maybe you see a need for a Bible study group where you live. You had one when you were in your old church, but now you're missing that. And you know other people who have mentioned that they'd like to be in a group like that. Or maybe you know people who are searching for some spiritual answers in their lives. Could it be that Jesus is calling you to get out of the boat? to form a group, facilitate something in your present setting? Or perhaps you're tired of listening to people you have coffee with each day, gripe and complain and gossip about everything, and you know in your heart it's wrong. Could it be that Jesus is calling you to step out and gently speak up to your friends, to be the person who brings some healthy conversation back into that group life? Is there a person in your circle of friends that needs to know Jesus Christ? Is there a ministry opportunity that looks challenging and you wonder, should I get involved? I'm not sure I'm the one that can do that. My appeal today is, have some faith. You're safe in your Father's arms. He can use you to do some great things for Him and others as He works through you if you'll only exercise some daring faith and believe this truth that if you want to walk on water... You've got to get out of the boat with Jesus. He's calling you. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, may the truth that you've spoken to us today move each one of us towards a deep faith in you and your promises. For some listening, that may mean placing their trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. By the power of your Spirit, help them to trust in Christ. For others of us, we ask that you might give us courage to step out in faith more often so that we might bring you honor and glory with our words and actions, impact others for your name's sake, and continue to grow in our relationship with you. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you 
to give you his peace. Amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message will help you exercise some daring faith and believe this truth, that if you want to walk on water, you have to get out of the boat with Jesus. He is calling you. Christian Crusaders has a rich history of broadcasting the gospel message over the airwaves every Sunday since 1936. This has only been possible through the blessings of the Holy Spirit and the financial and prayerful support of our listening family. As the year comes to a close, we like to take this chance to remind you that we are grateful for your prayers as well as your financial support. Each gift to Christian Crusaders is tax-deductible. Our mailing address is Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We invite you to find us on Facebook and like our page. And be sure to check us out on our exciting new website where you can find both audio and printed versions of today's program and past programs. You can also pass on your request for prayer by our staff and board of directors. Our website address is christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Steve Kramer, Senior Pastor of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Afton, Minnesota, and Speaker on Christian Crusaders on air and online, now in its 82nd year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.